The stronger-than-expected jobs data from the U.S. was welcomed by investors last Friday as the data cemented the idea that the Federal Reserve could win its inflation battle without pushing the U.S. economy into recession. So this week, attention shifts to the latest U.S. inflation update and also an avalanche of central bank decisions from the developed world, including the Federal Reserves, the European Central Banks, and the Bank of England. So welcome to the new week of trading with Swiss Codes Daily Market Talk. Well, 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 last Friday's jobs report from the US wasn't bad at all. I mean, it could have gone both ways, really, but it went quite well. So the US economy added nearly 200,000 new non-farm jobs in the month of November. So that was higher than 180,000 job additions expected by analysts, but it wasn't a stellar beat either. The average earnings were well, slightly higher than expected on a monthly basis, but they were still quite stable around the 4% level on a yearly basis. Now note that this is still twice the Fed's inflation target and it's quite sticky, but it didn't bother investors much for a reason I can't tell you. And the jobless rate fell from 39 to 3.7% as the participation rate slightly improved. Now again, the stronger than expected jobs report could have gone both ways, but it was quite okay. The US two-year yield advanced to nearly 4.75% from nearly 4.5% seen at the beginning of this month, and the 10-year yield recovered to 4.28%, but the stock traders gave a cheerful reaction to the news that the US jobs market looks like it is still softening, but it is not collapsing, meaning that the Federal Reserve is now one step closer to realizing its Goldilocks scenario where it could actually bring inflation down towards a 2% target by slowing the economy, but not necessarily pushing it into a recession or into a deep recession. So as a result, while well, the S&P 500 traded at a year-to-date high on Friday after the jobs report, and Nasdaq closed a touch below is here to date high as well. And the US dollar index recovered from the sell-off of the day before, well, which was actually mostly driven by a notable jump that we saw in the Japanese yen, remember, following the Bank of Japan governor Ueda's confession last week that well, the Bank of Japan's negative rates and actual monetary policy well, would get tougher to maintain from the end of this year. So the dollar-yen, which fell from above 147 to 142 in a single move, last week is now consolidating gains around the 145 level as traders are out there guessing whether the Bank of Japan will exit the negative phrase before the year ends. Elsewhere, while well, gold slipped below the $2,000 per ounce level, the Eurodollar consolidates near its 100-day moving average, which stands near the 107.60 mark. Cable is losing some field on the back of a broad-based recovery in the US dollar and the pair test the 125 level to the downside while the Aussie dollar hovers around its 200-day moving average level. It is still in the positive trend according to the Fibonacci retracement on its latest rebound against the US dollar, but the pair is now on the verge of sinking into the 
bearish consolidation zone from a technical perspective as it is the case for the other major peers as well trading against the US dollar. So this week, well, this week could be decisive for the next direction in the FX markets because, well, we have a lot but an avalanche of important macroeconomic events and data on this week's calendar. So in the sense, the US will announce its latest CPI inflation update on Tuesday and the US Federal Reserve will actually announce its latest monetary policy verdict on Wednesday. Then the Swiss National Bank, the European Central Bank and the Bank of England will all announce their latest monetary policy decisions for this year on Thursday. So all of these four major central banks are actually expected to keep their interest rates steady at the current levels. But, but we will closely scrutinize how actually they will be addressing these soaring expectations for interest rate cuts next year, which actually went ahead of their skis since the end of October this year. So if you look at the market pricing, well, the market pricing points at 625 base point cut for the European Central Bank, for example. So I'm not really sure that the ECB head, Kristen Lagarde, will go up there and throw more fuel on fire this week. She will rather try to well, cool down the European Central Bank dose and push back these interest rate cut expectations as much as possible. And the same is obviously true for the Federal Reserve. I mean, it will be quite interesting to see how Mr. Jerome Powell and his gang will respond to these rapidly falling yields in the U.S. since their well, last monetary policy meeting. Because remember, in the last FOMC meeting, the Fed officials have said that the rising long-term yields in the U.S. actually helped them to tighten the financial conditions in the U.S. without the need for extra interest rate hikes. So now that the long-term yields melted like snow under the sun, what will they say, right? So now the good news in all this is that inflation in the US and elsewhere is well falling and the US economy is expected to slow significantly in the final quarter of this year with some easing also expected in consumer spending. Further good news is that energy prices are on a very clear falling path as well, despite OPEC's efforts to boost the energy prices. The barrel of US crude is actually better bid this morning since it fell below the $70 per barrel psychological level last week, but the trend remains comfortably negative and a strong, strong resistance is actually expected to remain in play near the $75 per barrel level. Therefore, any price recoveries that we might see in oil prices will likely attract top sellers and OPEC will likely watch these oil prices trend lower with their hands tied because last week remember well Saudi Arabia attempted to threaten with more well, supply cuts but the threats went quite unheard by the market so if we see an accelerated sell-off in oil well OPEC will certainly organize an exceptional meeting to well, discuss what to do but until a further notice well oil prices look like they have more to soften and academic studies actually show that oil prices have an outsized impact on inflation 
inflation and inflation expectations. So the fact that the oil prices have been, well, impossible to boost these days actually gives some extra comfort to the Federal Reserve and to the market. And indeed, the inflation expectations for the next five years in the US have actually fallen to the 2% level. So that's the Federal Reserve's target, remember. And activity on Fed funds futures assess nearly 75% chance for the first Fed rate cut to happen in May and around 42% chance for that first rate cut to happen by March next year. So the game will be played on this field after the CPI data in the Fed meeting. Either a sufficiently dovish Fed will boost the earlier rate cut expectations or my base case scenario is, well, the Jerome Powell will actually come out and try to calm down the market's nerves and also try to push the interest rate cut expectations as far as it is possible to do. And he will obviously be repeating that the interest rates in the US will stay high for long until well, the Federal Reserve is convinced, is sure that it's inflation battle is one. So it's also going to depend on inflation numbers, obviously. But if that's the case, if Jerome Powell, well, stays quite hawkish, we could actually see the US dollar extend its strength against major peers and the major peers slip into a bearish consolidation zone just before the holiday season. So this is all for this Monday. I'm Ipekos Kardeshkaya and thank you for joining me and thank you for all your beautiful and interesting comments. I hope this episode of Market Talk has been helpful and it has been insightful to you. So please do not hesitate to leave your comments, your reactions and your questions below as usual. And follow us on Instagram, on X and on LinkedIn for regular market updates and subscribe of course to our youtube channel for daily market comments and please 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 do not forget to hit that like button to let us know that you enjoy these videos so i will meet you again tomorrow and until then good day trading